on rebels i'm alex and i'm steve and i'm steven grant no just kidding i'm cisco and we are the black series rebels and you're listening to the bsr show this week we are howling at the moon knight Before we jump into the show, wherever you are listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a review. And you know what time it is. That's right. We are back. If you've been following on social media, we are dropping a brand new set of pins on www.blackseriesrebels.com. They will be available on April 2nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And this set will go fast. We've got an action figure pin inspired by everyone's favorite archaeologist and a little idol that belongs in a museum. So act fast. These will sell out. I'm telling you, they're going to sell out. Guys, do they always sell out? They're going to sell they out. They always sell out. They always sell out. So if you want to get two collectible BSR action figure inspired pins, head over to www.blackseriesrebels.com on April 2nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. They will go fast and they will end up in a museum. Ah, see how see how good I am at giving a hint at what they are without without flagging copyright. <laughs> You have not, ah, you have not lost your touch. Let me just say. I still got it. I've been when, doing this for four you, years. When when I was listening back, because I've been gone for a while, and you did the pin announcement or little pin tease the week before or whatever, when you guys did Children of Men, and I was editing the episode, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm back in the, it's been a while. I feel like I'm back in the, the, the closet. And how Alex, I do it, baby. Alex is like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. And I think about all the times we, like, had to start and stop, start and stop because it was so important about getting the intro and getting Yo, the thing and getting this the information. Po- the podcast and- is so much easier because we can read. We used <laughs> to have to do all this shit from memory on the set. Remember that? We'd be like, okay, I did this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or go back and watch uh, the old episodes with me and the iPad. Those were the Oh days. my gosh. Oh my. Oh yeah. Remember you used to read the news off your phone <laughs> yeah. on <Yeah>. set? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, also, the pins do come out on April 2nd, and your boy's turning 36, baby. Ooh. 36, Ooh. man. Woo! Still, I'm, I'm, I'm the perfect age to talk about Star Wars on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feisty today. Steve, buddy, welcome back. Hey, guys. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. Uh, you know, I, I owe it to COVID that I'm here tonight. I wasn't planning on being here tonight. But, he doesn't have it. You know, I don't have it, but someone I work with uh, does, and uh, therefore, um, not filming tonight. So I'll leave it at that. So thanks, you COVID. You see what has to happen for him to care about the podcast, it's guys? True. Someone has it's to true. get COVID. Someone has to get COVID for Steve to be here. So We literally, Steve, we tried to explain to them the only reason you didn't want to be on the show is because you don't care about Batman at I all. I heard. I heard. Like, there's nothing. Or like there's yeah. or children of men but but really though we were like should we talk about batman without steve because he hates batman 89 he really hates batman returns he thinks that the bale ones are superior to the keaton ones but doesn't want to tell any it's like you have a lot of batman hot takes right That's okay because we waited for you to come back to do the lord of the rings talk sweet yeah. guys i am prepared i made it through them finally let's go let's get prepared for the new fellowship <laughs> amazon tv series coming at you every week alex cisco and steve breaks down it's going to become you know. an all Lord of the Rings Oh, Mr. Podcast. Frodo. Oh, Mr. Frodo. How you living over there, Cisco? I'm doing all right, man. We had a crazy weekend, a, a jam-packed weekend. It was my daughter's, oldest daughter's sixth birthday. So we stayed pretty busy. We had a party on Saturday and then uh, uh, Disneyland Day on Sunday. And, uh, and then she's been on spring break this week. So she's been running around with my mother-in-law doing all kinds of stuff. They went to the museum, they went to the museums, they went to the zoo. So yeah, she's been, she's been living it up over here. All right. So, I mean, first of all, I just have to say it's great. It's great to have the three, the three of us back on stream feels, it feels right. I got to tell you, feels- you, I got to tell you, you two sounded so professional. It sounded like a real podcast, except for the episode um, where we forgot to turn our mics the, on. The amount of <laughs> I, 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 the the amount of times I did not hear the word like 
was amazing. Oh um, man, really? It's because I wasn't here. Oh, that's funny. It's like I... every third word I say. So I'm really. <laughs> like, is it like every so, other so word I'm, you I'm, say, I'm, or is it? It's, it's no. I say like, like, like. I know, dude. I'm so I'm. I'm I, I was Bro, very we, impressed, we and now I'm really conscious of uh, trying to lose that word from my vocabulary because I was very impressed with the two of you. You sounded very professional. I was a little jealous, and I'm just glad you guys are having me back. Well, we wanted to have a nice long talk with you on the podcast, real Howard Stern <sighs> style, so okay, everyone let's could get hear. Into it. You're fucking hey out, now. man. Hey we now. fucking killed it. We killed it without you, man. Oh, you got to convince convince us like, in 15 minutes why you should stay. <laughs> is this like a, the the um, Artie's come to Jesus talk? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> Do you actually want to be here, Steve? That's the question. Do you? Yeah, actually really want to be here. <laughs> this is what happens when we see each other for the first time in like three weeks we're just gonna laugh the whole fucking i actually podcast. saw steve this weekend i saw him on saturday you did, you did see me what? on saturday yeah yeah what i, I miss uh we decided to take harper to her first birthday party oh and that's so fun we cruised out to is it duarte or duarte uh i say duarte no you don't because wife. you said duarte and did I, went, I you did and I, I in my head I went ooh did I say it wrong I say both then because okay. I do say Duarte and then I yes. do say Duarte sometimes yes. my wife always so, says Duarte um and I'll just I just have to say this I was Duarte. you guys you and Stacy are an inspiration as parents because you guys <laughs> threw the just cutest most adorable birthday party and my two and a half year old heart melted my heart melted when my daughter was scared to go do the pinata and your daughter grabbed my daughter's hand and was like can i help you and it was this like soul crushing beautiful just <laughs> you yeah know, thing so yes it was it was a it was a beautiful moment and um thank you so much she had a blast um well hey man i appreciate the kind of words i take zero credit my wife um her family her mom and her sister and her aunts they uh, and their and their families, their respective families, come through clutch for us. You know, they they do a lot of the like decorating and the setting up. You know, I was running around getting the food and stuff. And uh, you know, usually the we haven't done a birthday party um, like this in a in a park before, so it was tough to kind of gauge how much time we were going to need. Usually we're doing it at somebody's house and we've got a lot of time to set up and do all that kind of stuff. And we're never really rushing like we were this time. Uh, I, you know, and I got to hear it all kind of like secondhand. I know my wife was really stressing out and um, you know, I'm glad that you guys were able to come down. And well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I normally flake on shit like this, especially after the weeks I've had. The last thing I wanted sure. to do was, I'm not going to lie. I'm usually a grump. And especially when, with the work situation, I, I would normally. Oh man, I'm sorry, we can't make it out there. And oh yeah, it's just when Steve's just I woke like, up, I'm on, not gonna lie, I'm normally a grump. I'm Everyone normally, who listens yeah. is like, uh, yeah, no dude, shit. we know. Yeah. I know. I know. No shit, bro. Um, but when Har you know, Harper was just, you know, I showed Harper the, the um the picture because it was in Kanto theme. Um, and so on Saturday morning when I woke up and the first, literally, she was in our bed, and she sat up and she went. Dad, I wake up and it like startled me. I'm only on like four and a half hours of sleep at this point. Dad, I wake up and I'm like, huh? She goes, Mike, Sully, movies, popcorn, Encanto birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. I guess, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. So, dude, uh, Alex, I got to give you some you. context too because the park is, uh, it's a, it's a good sized park. Um, but, uh, we didn't anticipate there being two other huge parties right next to ours. Battle. Bro, so you, have it no, was no, like, you mean battle. You have no idea, Alex. Like, get dude, ready. They, they were ready, too, because they had, like, the tents set up and everything. <laughs> wedding and, tents. Uh, wedding <laughs> tents. Not just, yeah. pop, not just 10 by 10, like, full-blown wedding tents. Because I know exactly what these parties look like. Hardcore yeah, outdoor park birthday. And the they brought right their own directly, basketball hoop. 
Yep, the one right directly next to us was a, it turned out to be a gender reveal party. And boy, did they have their folks show up. They had a big party. And we had, I think we probably had like comparable numbers, but ours was augmented with like a bunch of kids. We had a bunch, you know, because it was Alana's first year in kindergarten. She wanted to invite all her friends and a bunch of them showed up. And um, so we probably had like similar numbers as far as as many people, but we, we just had way more kids. And then what was really funny was there was a, there's a handful of little, little kids from their party that made their way over to our party and like wanted to partake in all of the like bubbles and the cake and all of the, everything. It was so funny. It was really cute, man. So we were like, Hey, join us, man. Have fun. We're all having a blast over here. So it was, it was a, it was a wild weekend. I, you know, I was telling Stacy afterwards, you know, it was a, we're pretty exhausted. And I was like, man, I feel like I didn't really get to socialize with people oh, too much. Like I was, you don't I things. was just like m- the whole time I was like, where, to- where's Tony? Where's Alana? Oh, where's Tony? Alex. Oh, because the playground was really crazy too. Oh, the slide was and nuts. So we just had to like, I was <laughs> like, Alex, you would have been cracking up. Like, like I really only saw, like I really, right now like, is I, amazing. I had like, I really only had two conversations with Cisco and yeah. I wouldn't even call them conversations because I totally know what he was going through. But it was like he was watching Tony. Tony was on the playground. She's tiny. She's disappearing. And all of a sudden, it's like he'd be mid-sentence and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I'd see I'd him like, like 35 minutes I would try and later. throw in a, hey, excuse me. I yeah. have to go chase down my daughter thing. But sometimes I couldn't even do that. Unreal. So, so yeah, it was uh, it was. But, wild. hey, man, it all worked out. Um, they had a really good time. I'm so glad that you guys and I'm, I'm really glad that Harper had a good time. So, um yeah, man, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, sounds great. Sounds great. I'll. I'm sure my invites in the mail, Alana. I'm sure my invites in the mail, Alana. <laughs> you would have, dude. You would have not had a good time. Oh, it was all for kids. You would have been, oh. Alex. You would have been miserable. <laughs> Bro, I wouldn't you. have come. No, yeah. <laughs> I'd been like, not yet, dudes. I'll see you guys in. Two yeah. years if, if everything's working correct in the old uh, nervous system on this. The fella. next one, the next one that's at a at a house, you're you're hundred percent invited because that those ones we got alcohol, we've got you know hey. it's just way more organized, not not more organized, it's just <laughs> it's a little safer. You, I can actually hang out and chat with you guys. You can do whatever, and I'm not like as worried about the girls' safety as I was. No, like two hours into the party, Harper just goes, Dada. Who's the weird guy getting zooted over by that tree? <laughs> he's like waving. <laughs> oh, he's real. The, the guy just staring at the sky. Oh, that's Alex. <laughs> oh, and you know what's funny also is that it's just like we're, we're going off on a crazy tangent here, but I can't remember if you guys uh, were there for this, Steve, but there was a big rugby game happening yeah, on the field. A female next rugby team. Yeah, we walked female in and rugby. they were doing the huddle thing and the whole deal and I was like, Holy Yo, smokes. they were hardcore, dude. So it was like the parking lot was packed. Like We had never seen the, the park that full before. It was cars like lining the street all the way down and we were like, yo, we were that, that was the other thing where we were like, we were not prepared for how busy the park was going to be that day. Yeah, the rugby match was nuts. And then I watched like dads go nuts because they lost the game, like and stormed the field. It was a whole thing I was watching. Oh, damn. Yeah. I missed all that. Yeah, Alex, <laughs> you would have made fun of me because like we brought our like wagon with our own Yeti chairs and our whole deal. I would have, you don't even need to tell me, yeah. bro. I know exactly how you yeah. rolled up. Yeti we rolled chairs, up. wagon. We rolled got up. The, Alex, got the Cisco water like, bottles going. Fucking. No, t- no Tevas, though. No Tevas. He was wearing Vans. I was wearing Vans. No Tevas, though. But you know he thought about it. And you know, too, you know he had all kinds of, what are those things? My, the little applesauce packets with, like, oh, apple no. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Cisco had those ready for the kids. I know, man. Already cold, ready to rock. Bro. Man, I know. I know I what's know. up. All right. Well, uh, let's keep things really mature. And why don't we jump into a, a completely adult a segment we call Show and... Tell! Well, Steve, you're back after a few weeks. Why don't you kick us off? What are you into? What do you what what's go what's going on over there? I got I got to admit, I haven't had time to watch a whole lot. Um, but Amber got me onto a show that at first I was like, this is whack. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt stars on a new Showtime show called Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber. It's basically the social network uh, all about Uber and how Uber uh, became the powerhouse that it is. And 
uh, I think I'm like the f- in like the fourth or fifth episode, and I'm into it. I like it. It's interesting. Uh, it's really weird to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a role where um, he's not likable. And I understand mm-hmm. that some people think that his character in 500 Days is may you may think his character and that's not likable or whatever. But I mean, no, like he's a like he's a scumbag in this one. Uh, he's he's ruthless. He's a dick. Um, and uh, I like it. It also stars um, uh, the dude that was the coach on the Friday Night Lights TV show. Um, oh yeah, I always remember because I never watched Friday Night Lights, but I I wasn't he the uh, FBI Kyle Chandler. Agent? I was going to say Kyle Chandler. Well, it's got Kyle Chandler and it's got Uma Thurman. But here's the weird thing. This is the moment that I went, what the fuck? So it's, it's executive produced by, um, uh, Koppelman that you, you, you've heard Koppelman on the rewatchables a lot over on the ringer network. Uh, I believe he was one of the guys that basically the team that wrote like rounders, uh, are the EPs on it and creators of it. Uh, it's based on a book, but the weird fucking thing about it is Tarantino's the voiceover narrator in every episode. It's really hey, weird. Cool. It's really weird. It's it's um so I'm digging it and I haven't really seen anybody talking about it, which leads me to believe if I went on Rotten Tomatoes or something, it's probably got like a really low score. Um so I'm enjoying it. It's 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 different. So that's what I'm into. Other than that, I really have not uh I've You've been not, busy. I've, I've been real busy. <laughs> You've yes, been real, so. real busy. Uh Cisco, what Yo. are you bringing to show and tell this week? Ah, uh, I am bringing Turning Red. Nice. We are a couple of weeks uh, past when it dropped. I guess maybe even like a month now, I guess, since it dropped on Disney+. Plus. I think I think two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Has it been only that long? Yeah, it hasn't been that long. May- maybe three. Oh, man. It maybe feels three. like we've watched it so well, many times that it feels Actually, like- you know what? You're probably right. I think it's been two and a half weeks since I watched it. Uh-huh. And it, and I didn't watch it for like two weeks, so you're probably oh, yeah. right. I'm 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 probably fucking up the timeline. So Turning Red is an interesting movie because um, my six my now six year old she was five at the time was I have no idea why or how this happened, but she was like super stoked to watch it, and I don't remember ever seeing trailers for it or anything, so I, I didn't even really know why she was so excited about it and i and before it released i was telling her like hey do you want to go see that movie in the theater you know we can go watch it in the theater she's like no oh at first she said yes and then she changed her mind and wanted to watch it at home so we watched it at home and and it was like the morning that it dropped like you know she was like she woke up and she was like i want to watch training red and she i was like okay we're watching it and um man i can't tell you how surprised surprised i was at how much i liked this movie it was um oh especially after like the third or fourth watch we really started to like it even more but it, it's so funny and um the way i was describing it to people was like it, you know especially from our kind of age group was that it's basically teen wolf but for young preteen girls <laughs> like yeah. anybody big gr- people who have never seen t-wolf and would probably never watch it um but it it's just uh i think they made some really cool dis- uh, choices when it comes to the animation style um some of the storytelling stuff the the premise of the of the movie um and the sort of like what it's an allegory for which is i gotta say a pretty um Advent, uh, now what's the right word? I'm pretty uh, gutsy for them to make the choice to make the movie about it and to call it Turning Red. So um, I don't know. I, I think you guys both watched it. I'm pretty sure Steve oh, watched it's, it too. It's, if there's anything else I've watched uh, in the last six weeks, uh, it's been that multiple times. We now have Turning Red clothes. We have Turning Red golden book. We've got uh, my kid running around here, you know, going red panda rawr! like so uh yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh I, look I, I think it's very uh, it's a very palatable very easy um to digest pixar movie it's a good saturday morning uh throw it on um i i laugh i dude the first time i watched it, i was chuckling granted the first time i watched it was at six o'clock in the morning again on like four hours of sleep after getting home from set and um putting it on to just 
because Harper was in bed with us to to get her to just be quiet so I could get some shut eye and I found myself not getting shut eye and watching it. So no, we love it in this household. I like it. She's totally into it. Um, I'm sure I'll watch it six thousand more times in between Encanto and um, Frozen and the rest of the gang. I also have to say this: um, if you've watched the movie and liked it, or even if you you're sort of like on the fence about it, I do highly, highly recommend watching the uh, behind the scenes making oh, of yeah, documentary Embr- "Embrace the Panda." Oh man, it is just such a cool look at the the four main um, women behind the the movie, and um, uh, it it was just like it really uh, heartwarming and and uh inspiring well so i i I agree with you i watched it amber and i both watched it immediately after watching the first time um and i and i turned to amber after the 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 movie we were discussing it and i said to her i was like you know what i really liked about this movie i said i really liked that we had four female preteens that were like for the first time in a long time where it showed females have just as weird goofy not necessarily the stereotypical like girly relationship that boys do, even though we see it all the time with boys, it's just, there's more poop and fart and shit jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really liked it. I liked that. It just, there was something really humanistic about the relationships between the four girls that I thought was really relatable, no matter what gender you identify with. And and you don't, and you don't, and you don't get to see that very often. Yeah. I was telling Stacey on just one of the most recent rewatches that uh, I, I started to really love Abby Same. because uh, she reminds me of, of uh, two good friends of mine. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, man, everybody needs an Abby in their circle of friends, bro. Cause they are just like, they got the energy that you need when, uh, when you're not, <laughs> you're not quite there. I didn't, did, I don't know if you saw, um, the sort of like fan theory that she's boo grown up boo. No, I didn't see that. I, I don't even know if that's like a real thing, but there was like this thing about how, why she's so obsessed with how fluffy. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> Mei Ling gets when she turns into the panda and she wants to like, just live in her fluffiness. And that somebody was like, Oh, she's just grown up boo. That's hilarious. Oh. Uh, speaking of boo and monsters, Inc. I did take Har- Harper to, I took Harper to the movies twice to the El Capitan. We saw Mary Poppins and she was so stoked. She wanted to go again to the movies and all week was talking about daddy taking her to the movies and eating popcorn. And let me tell you something, guys, as a movie fan, uh, life is complete when my daughter just sits and eats a bucket of popcorn and just loves the movies and just talks about going to the movie theater. That's rad. That's what's up. Oh, dude, you have no idea. Pack it up, dude. You did it. (laughs) Game over. Gotta go. You did it. Gonna have a you're gonna have a cinephile on your hands. Uh oh. <laughs> Alex, buddy, what'd you bring today? Well, I wanted to talk about turning red, but I wanted to let the I want to let the oh, dads okay. have a good. Oh yeah, at it yeah first. let's hear it. Let's hear it. You know, I like I liked it. Now, it, here's the thing about here's the thing. I don't have daughters. I don't. You know what I mean? I'm not super plugged into every single thing that's happening on Disney Plus currently. I'm not. Well, I've I've seen Encanto. I haven't seen Luca, and I love uh, I love animated films. You guys know this about me. I just I was ex- I was really excited to see Turning Red because I loved Bao. I loved her short, her Pixar short. The director's Pixar short is one of my favorite Pixar shorts, and I think I think my chemistry was a little funky. When I watched Turning Red, I think it was. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I, I remember I, I texted you guys said, "Just finished Turning Red," and you both were like, "Loved it," and I just kind of went, "Oh, the my chemistry must have been funky," because it's not that I didn't like it. I loved, and this not really a spoiler alert. You should be able to kind of decipher this from the trailer, but I absolutely loved the parent daughter relationship storyline. And the the storyline between the mother and the grandmother and all of the generational conversation that was happening, for me, that was excellent, excellent, excellent. And I was absolutely loving it. Where I started to struggle and where I started to get a little bit of my like, I'm having, having trouble focusing here, is the sheer pace in which the Friends stuff is edited. I mean, it's at a feverish pace. It is definitely a modern 
it is fast. I mean, it makes the Lego movie seem like patient. And that's uh and that's not a dig. That's just a stylistic choice. And for me, I just think in that moment, you know, you know, when you watch something and you're just not ready to be like bombarded with sound and color like that, and you just need I I probably I was expecting more traditional Pixar in the sense that like it's a little slower, which is why I think I gravitated towards the mother-daughter story. But that being said, I want to watch it again because so many people that I love and respect have just gushed over the film. It's like, all right, I need to like chill out and then find a time to sit down and watch it because Sarah fell asleep. So she was just like, not even. And I was just kind of sitting there like, do I like this the whole time? I couldn't really decipher. So, but, but, but that being said, I think it's a, a stellar movie. And ironically, it's uh, going to kind of segue into the movie that I'm bringing as show and tell because they play, I, you know, weirdly with similar themes. So uh, today I'm bringing two things. First is a movie directed by Daniels. And if you know Daniels, they directed Swiss Army Man. They've done a ton of music videos. They are uh, both named Daniel and they go by Daniels when they direct. And this is a film starring uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, uh, Kehu Kwan or Jonathan from uh, Indiana Jones, known as Short Round or Data from Goonies, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jenny Slate, uh, tons of awesome, awesome, awesome actors. And when I tell you that this was one of the best experiences I've had in a movie theater in a really long time, you can believe me. I mean, this is a special, special, special movie. I had an absolute blast. I don't really want to talk about what it's about because it's not internet it's not worldwide yeah i mean uh it's it's only released in like three cities and even then i think it's only playing at amcs in these three cities so it's tough to get to right now and it's not streaming so i don't really want to spoil it but all i will say is it's about a woman who's in a a failing marriage uh has a a a, a poor relationship with her daughter and runs a laundromat and is in some tax trouble. And basically uh, her husband from another reality or another dimension finds her and says that she needs to save the world from being destroyed. All the known universe from being destroyed. So it is a very heady multiverse movie. But if you know Daniels, if you saw Swiss Army Man, uh, it is... I know Cisco's seen it. I, I left the theater kind of blown away by how much I laughed and how emotionally strong the movie is. I mean, it is, it's special. It, it was really something to see that in the theater. Just, it was a full theater too. And it was a lot of people really excited to see it. And I haven't really had that experience in such a long time. Like I had it with the Batman. I had it with Spider-Man, but this, because it was kind of quirkier and it was filled with people that were ready to see this movie. Like they had been waiting to see it. Uh, I cannot, I cannot recommend this movie enough. And to be honest with you, man, I'm going to call him short round, but like short round and data or Jonathan or Kehu Kwan, he uh, steals the show. He is so good. And obviously Michelle Yeoh is incredible. Uh, Cisco, what did you think of everything everywhere all at once? Uh, well, I mean, I agree with everything that you just said, but also. Um, it, yeah, I. This is what I really love about weird A24 movies. You know, this is like the probably like the best example of like super out there, nutty uh, visuals, story. Uh, well, actually not story. Story is pretty straightforward, but plot fucking crazy. Um, I think crazy philosophies or crazy yeah. uh, philosophical stakes. But yeah, the story is simple in a very crazy rapper. Yeah. Um, and then just like, like you said, man, I, we laugh so hard and um, just a little context. My wife wasn't like, 
she wasn't really familiar with i think i had showed her the trailer like a while ago and she had kind of forgotten about it but um what happened with us was on monday um we just happened to my mother-in-law had both of the girls and i was like hey um if you're not too tied down with work like i I really want to watch this movie and she was like fuck it let's do it and so i went on the amc app looking for it and it wasn't showing anywhere near me so we drove our asses to burbank nice for the shittiest burbank the worst theater the worst amc theater burbank 16 is rough (laughs) it sucks it's rough it you know what it worked out good we ate at sushi stop which i've never eaten at a sushi stop in my logo but they sell sushi (laughs) they sell sushi and we were hungry we wanted to eat something before we went in so we got sushi stop pretty good um did that take over the uh, old chronic tacos yeah whatever's like directly across from the theater yeah yeah i think seems to last at that 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 (laughs) that spot it was funny because we were kind of it was raining so we walked out of the parking lot parking structure and we were just kind of like she was really hungry and she was just like just pick someplace and i was like i i don't know chipotle i'm not i don't want surprised you didn't walk up and grab shake shack I didn't. Well, I don't even know where the Shake Shack is. Yeah, it's literally if you literally just, just walk up to the walk street up, and up take a right, street, there's right a Shake Shack. There. Oh, oh we didn't even know. Oh, it, good. It, it was funny because after we walked out of the theater and and we looked down the opposite way, there was a yard house there. I was like, we could have had yard house. Oh, yeah. There's but also she, an In and Out right there too, but it probably. Oh, I know where the In and Out is, but that's like yeah. on the other side. So, yeah. um, but yeah. Anyway, so we got into the theater and I to, just to give you an idea of how nerdy our audience was multiple people out loud clapped and cheered when the Nicole Kidman spot popped up. Oh dude, Bro, my it's place hilarious. went nuts. Bro, I, I, I the, went to Batman by myself thing? and watched it. And did you hear that Amy Schumer was getting into it with the producers of the Oscars because they wouldn't let her do a, a sketch where she basically does a parody of that? Oh, bummer. what is happening? Why? This is the most cringe thing. I, I, listen, I don't it's know. Great. Maybe I'm in the minority. It is the cringiest. No, thing it's I've cringy. That's seen. why everyone goes nuts. It's the like they they it's cheer so for weird. it. It's, so it's turned into like the room of of pre movie pr- uh, promos. Like it's just it's so bad that people love it. Is that what it is? They, my theater people gave somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this a standing ovation. There were people in our theater that stood up and went nuts. I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yo, I was like, I was legitimately like dumbstruck. I was like, what's happening right now? Anyway, so that being said, the the experience of the movie was amazing. There's like this moment in the movie where I I feel like I I don't want to say too much, but I I also just have to like call attention to it. There's this moment in the movie where like it feels like it's ending. And I looked at my wife and I was like, there's no way it's ending yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know no, exactly. no way. what part you're talking about is great. It's yeah. great. And then it, 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 you know, obviously it keeps going, but um, it was, it's just so funny. And I don't remember, I could be wrong, but I don't remember ever seeing Michelle Yeoh play a sort of like pretty intense, dramatic role in this way mm. before I've seen, and I, don't, I haven't seen every one of her movies, but you know, I've seen a lot of her stuff and most of it is surrounding the the action and the martial arts and stuff like that but y'all she killed it with the emotional stuff um and like you said um data and short round he is yeah he is just so good um seeing him on screen was like it's perfect casting this makes yeah. me so it's happy perfect you just get so you're so excited when he's on screen and it's like what's like, I haven't done any reading, so I don't know what's going on. But like, he hasn't acted in like no. I don't know how many. So years, the right? story is, I've done a ton of like I've I actually pulled a Steve on this movie because I was okay. so into it. I started watching tons of interviews, reading tons of stuff on it. So basically, around like thirteen or fourteen, he really only did three big roles. Let me click on his IMDb just so that I can. I, I mean, obviously it's Goonies and and Temple of Doom, but I do remember him. Didn't he have a small role in Encino Man too? Uh, let's see, Temple of Doom, Goonies, and then he did both Cindy Lauper Goonies videos, right? <laughs> and then something called Passengers in 1987, and then a series called Nothing Is Easy, Breathing Fire, and then Tales from the Crypt, 
head of the class. Yes. Encino man, very mm -hmm. quick. And then he did something in 2002. And then he was like, there are no good roles for Asian actors. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm retiring. He went off and he like, I think he, he learned Taekwondo. He just like, he went off and just became the best version of himself that he could. And then when he saw crazy rich Asians in the theater, he was so excited to see great roles for Asian actors that he said, all right, I'm coming out of retirement. Two weeks later, he got sent the script for everything, everywhere, all at once. And the basically the way he described the story is he was reading it at like started reading it at one in the morning. He was still reading it when his wife woke up and she, he was like in tears and he was like, I, I have to do this movie like this is the movie and he called his agent and they were like yeah we'll, we'll make it happen and they had already kind of reached out about him so he had the script so he went in obviously he had to audition he hadn't worked in right. 20 years and he went in and they were like he just already was the part and he was so nervous about acting again that he hired an acting coach a vocal coach a body coach and he had this whole team on set with him now without spoiling the movie it's a really challenging role uh -huh. what he has to do it's not easy it's like well it's also it's like a whole multiverse thing right so there's various exactly. versions of themselves right so exactly. they have to play so multiple just, roles of themselves right yeah i don't want to okay. i don't want to spoil it but that's yeah, just from they, the trailer yeah yeah they're they're doing multiple versions of the same character basically like if you know multiverse stuff which we all do now because of marvel it is uh man he kills it it's, it's a very so interesting good. take on that idea though which is cool it is what's incredible about it and i won't it just asks really interesting questions really interesting questions that like m movies like this need to ask now and i don't and i'm saying this to dog on Hollywood or doggone, you know, IP filmmaking, but like movies like this are super important. They're super important to support because they are at the scale of Marvel. I mean, it, it is, it's big, it's expansive, it's new original storytelling. And if I think I would just encourage everybody out there that really loves especially the Marvel stuff we're about to talk to talk about at the end of the day, supporting stuff like this will only make that stuff get better and get stronger. So oh. can't recommend it enough. So good. Uh, I was going to bring something else, but you know what? We'll save it for next week. People are just going to have to wait unless you guys want to rock out. But I, I feel like I'm ready to talk. Uh, I'm ready to talk a little show. I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Moon Knight. Well, it's official. Moon Knight, without question, is the first Marvel show that has fully captivated and intrigued me in the first episode. I was floored at how much I liked this episode of Marvel TV. Cisco, just first gut impressions. How did you feel about Moon Knight? Oh, I absolutely loved it. I just... Um... My wife and I just literally watched it right now, um, right before the show. Same. Um, and um, I, I warned her. I kind of gave her a little, uh, a little, <laughs> a little kind of uh, caveat uh, warning before going into it. I was like, "It's weird," because I had started watching it earlier today, but I didn't get to get a chance to finish it before I had to pick up um, our youngest. And um, I was like, "Just a little caveat. It's weird." And uh, she was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm ready. And she dug it. Um, she asked some questions that I was able to kind of like sort of answer, I guess, because I don't know exactly where they're going with it. I know the sort of like some background based on the, the source material, but man, it is, uh, it's nonstop that first episode. And yes. Oscar Isaac is doing some, some cool shit <laughs> already. So yeah. I'm, 
I am fully stoked to see where the rest of this this uh, this show goes. I hope that it, uh, the rest of it lives up to um, this first episode. You know, I'll, I'll say this: I um, I absolutely love the Hawkeye. You know, from beginning to end, all the way through, it was for me the first show that stayed consistent from mm. episode one to the final episode, and um, and it kept my level of interest. It's it stayed at a, a level of um, entertainment for me that the the rest of the series didn't have. That you know, the rest of them were either good or great, depending on on where you stand, and it had ups and downs. Um, but for me, Hawkeye, absolutely perfect show. Um, and I, I see Moon Knight doing similar stuff if they, uh, are able to maintain it. What about you, Steve? First impressions of Moon Knight. Um, dude, I dug it. I dug it. I, uh, I, I got done with some work and went to go take my lunch and Amber was like, can you take the baby? Um, so I can take a nap. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's laying on the couch and, and I grabbed the, I was like, all right, I was like, I'm going to go in the bedroom and watch, I got to watch this show for the, I'm going to do the podcast of tonight. It's been a while. I'm, I'm able to do it. And she's like, what are you going to watch? I was like, uh, the, the Oscar Isaac, the, the Disney plus moonlight show. She's like, you can watch it out here. And I was like, you're going to be taking that. I, I can nap while you watch it. It's fine. You can watch it out here. Oscar Isaac, dude. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll watch it out here and I put it on. She's like, so who is he? As, it, as it's starting and i was like I, and I was like i was like i have no fucking idea he's, he's named moon knight yeah i was like i really i don't know so we're watching it she's like he's a superhero i was like it's marvel uh, i assume so i don't know <laughs> the end of it ends she's like so wait who is he <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't i don't i don't, I don't know He's a superhero. He's got a cape. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just thought it was funny. Uh, I know, guys, I really liked it. I think his accent is intentionally wackadoodle, just like, but I like it. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's important as all it's that. Not, but it it's, was, it's not it's, supposed it's, to be. It's it's. Part yeah. of, I think it's also part of the story, quite frankly. Um, I dug it. I like... Um, so since we've been gone, I saw Batman. I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. I got to tell you, you guys know me. I say it all the time on the show. Like, I like Marvel, but I'm not like the Marvel guy, right? Um, Gold standard. Absolutely. Gold standard, babe. Regardless of on a technical level, I could talk about things I didn't like on a technical level about Spider-Man. Overall, I absolutely adored the the last Spider-Man and what they did. Um. And I got to tell you, with the Doctor Strange madness stuff, and the way that Wandavision sort of ended with where she's at, and I, I'm uh, and seeing sort of, I'm liking this new spookier. Um, we're dipping our toes into a little more spooky, and this mm-hmm. show is the right kind of spooky, like, like weird for me. And so I, I, I dig it. I love Oscar Isaac. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Ethan Hawke. Um, and so no, I'm I'm into it. I I really dug it. I like. You're gonna put you're gonna break some glass and put it in your uh I do your that, tivas I do before that. you go I do to that every morning. <laughs> I, I do that every morning actually. Um, it's a cleansing yeah. thing. Yeah, it's just it's just sort of how I you know cleanse my soul every day. Um, I, yeah, I wish I could get more deep. I I they did. I really enjoyed it. I like that Amber watched the first episode, which means now she'll want to watch the second one with me. And it's mm-hmm. a new show for us. I'm excited that it could it potentially could be a new show for us to talk about while it's on for this next six weeks uh, on the show. Um, and I love that I know nothing about it. Yeah, I think I think that's my favorite thing about it is it's really it's really nice to be in a in a Marvel property like the last time. I felt like this was Eternals and unfortunately that movie just wasn't for me. And then before that it was Shang-Chi and I really liked Shang-Chi, but it's already almost been eight months and that since that, but even Shang-Chi felt like your traditional origin story. Mm-hmm. I was excited that this, um, I I've really liked most, if not all of the Marvel TV stuff, but I've, I've found now I didn't finish Hawkeye. For some reason, I just couldn't finish it. I will. I totally will finish Hawkeye. It's just one of those things I have to get around to. But like, I didn't really care for the ending of WandaVision. I didn't really care for the ending of Loki. I really didn't care for kind of the weirdness at the end of uh, 
uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just thought everything kind of fell. It just felt like it kind of exists outside of the MCU that we all know and love, the way it's all interconnected and woven together. And it's kind of this thing. But this is the first time where I've really felt that like the show totally stands on its own. I don't need any. Uh, I don't need any other goodness from the MCU to help sell me on it. It's got great acting. It's got killer cinematography, great directing so far, cool music, a really nice vibe. And it's just not like anything we've seen before from Marvel. Like even the camera work was really shaky and like lots of really cool jump cuts and hard cuts. I was like, whoa, this is uh, just not... They what do I've a hard cut in like very opening scene that I was Multiple like within 30 times. seconds. I was like, whoa, that's unusual for them. Yeah. I mean, they, they really, it's, it's very special feeling. Uh, I mean, Cisco, I know, you know more about moon Knight, and obviously you probably have some experience with the comics. Uh, part of me is like, please don't say anything about the comics because I'm like, so interested. Normally this is when I would be like, all right, Cisco. So you've read the comics. How, what do you think is <laughs> going on? And I'm kind of like, no, don't say anything. I want to experience this show. Cause sure. I, I genuinely like I turned it on with my dinner and I was like, all right, I got to fucking watch Moon Knight, like turned it on. <laughs> and the moment it starts like, oh, this, this kind of slaps. Hold on. Pause. Like, go get the rest of my dinner because I'm not gonna be able to get up now because I'm actually interested and like set it all up and then started watching it. And the moment the the mar after the cold open with glass with uh, kickboxer sandals. We uh we go into or bloodsport sandals. I always forget which one is the glass hands. Is it bloodsport or kickboxer? It's kickboxer. That's right. Tong Po is kickboxer or yep. bloodsport. Yeah, that's right. I know. Yep. I know my Van Dam. And then bloodsport is Chong Li. Chong Li. That's right. That's right. So right when Oscar Isaac's introduced and he's kind of running around and we can tell something's off. I was just I was hooked. It was so weird. The like, I don't really know what's going on. I, I know he's got, he must have some kind of split personality thing going on. Like, I don't know if he's like possessed by an Egyptian God or something, but man, oh man, it's so cool. Also serious. What about Bob energy with the goldfish? Right. Yes, yes, right. Yes. I know Steve in was blender, thinking, like, in a blender. yeah, I was like, bro, this is what about Bob energy? Uh, uh, Steve, any scenes stick out to you is like, oh, this is super fun. Um, I thought the, the car, the car, the, the, like I, there was something about him, the first flash where all of a sudden he's, he's, he flashes and he's in the countryside, the Rubik's and cube, the Rubik's cube then down and, then and just, I really liked the way they used the hard cuts with the flashing, especially in the sequence with the, the car chase where it would jump to all of a sudden him, like, you know, and they yeah. do like, with when all of a sudden he's holding the gun, pointing it, and then he just throws the gun and things like, did he just throw the gun? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It just was, I just, uh, I had a smile on my face the whole time. I was into it. What about you, Cisco? Any scenes uh, in Say, particular stick out? The car one for sure. Um, and then the moment at the end of the episode. What's the needle drop in the beginning of the movie or the beginning of the show that plays throughout the, it's like a 60s song. Something uh, about being lonely or something. No, they they play. Uh, well, oh, well, I I don't know which one that one is, but they play "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" during the car. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. No, there's a there's another one that's like a '60s song that's uh, before that's in the beginning of the show. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not placing it, but uh, the 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 last the moment at the very end, right before the end of the episode, was cool to me too it was just like, i okay. i loved that you didn't see the fighting happening mm -hmm. i love that it would just cut and then it would be the aftermath of it and you're like yo this dude's hardcore like how you you, you have no idea how he could have gotten from the situation he was in to being <laughs> right. fully out of that situation and it's such a clever way to build up the reveal of this character and how I, har hardcore they are. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because I, I think that they're going to do a good job of sort of laying the tracks as the show goes forward of like giving you um, 
just letting you know who the character is. But there are some hints to like what's going on in this episode. Like there yeah. are some things that a character says that's like, oh, that's like a major hint at like who this character is. Got it. And and then you'll see like as it unfolds, I'm pretty sure. But um yeah, man, I it's funny because I'm I'm actually doing a dive into the comics now, some of the more um recent comics. It, sorry, I was like, it opens on the Dylan song. Which I was like, it opens on a Dylan song? Anyways, I don't have to play. I just was like like I was like Marvel and Dylan? <laughs> oh they but they but like they've done they've done good needle drops yeah. to open. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Cisco? Um, that I'm doing a dive into the comics right now. Just uh, I was sort of doing it as a primer. I knew that they weren't going to follow like you know exactly, which is actually I think good. Um, but the choices that they've been making so far, and I mean, it's hard to talk about because it's only one episode. But the choices that they make in this episode are pretty much in line with what I was expecting going into it, and. Um, you know, Oscar Isaac's always going to be good, and Ethan Ethan Hawke's the same thing. He's always going to be good. So, well, here's what here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say before we before we jump off. Um, it is really refreshing to be excited about uh, Marvel again. It's been a while since I've been really stoked. Not that I'm not excited. It's just you know the stuff goes in phases. When you get a lot of sometimes you you got what do we call it. Uh, Ned from Jurassic Park. Uh, all, all I've had is sweet. Uh, I need something salty. So it's nice to just maybe go back and get a little sugary candy from Marvel. Feeling good. Uh, before we jump off, here's what I am going to say at the end of the episode. Maybe next week, if y'all haven't caught up, you should catch up on Atlanta. Because right. Atlanta season three is fucking incredible. <laughs> That's all tonight. I... It's really good. So maybe uh, maybe next week we'll do a little Moonlight and Atlanta action because I know how much you boys love that show and I would love nothing more than to talk about it with you. But Cisco, the people want to find you at home. Where can they find you? I guess you can find me on Twitter. It's Cisco Kid with 2D77. Steve, where can the people find you? You can find me every week on the Black Series Rebels podcast. You can find me eating popcorn in a theater, watching everything everywhere all at once. With that being said, we will see you next time on BSR. Later. guys i'm here at pixar i'm about to go in uh start working on a collaboration project with pixar just kidding man i don't play that soft little baby shit man that's satan all day that evil satan stuff heavy metal shit man i don't fuck around with a little baby shit <laughs>